You're listening to the Astro Backyard Podcast. Capture the night sky. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Astro Backyard Podcast. I'm Steve Malley from Ontario Telescope and Accessories, and joining me as always, Trevor Jones from astrobackyard.com. Sorry, Trevor. I had to get in there before before you talk because you blame me for talking over you. Over you. Uh, I don't cut you off. I wait for you to finish. Well, I'm going to have to go back and listen to all the podcasts now and, and find out. Or if somebody wants to do that for me and then tell me if okay, fine, right or fine. not. If you're okay. going to actually look into it, I, I'm just as bad as you are. Okay. I'm not, yeah. Anyways, welcome everyone. Thanks for uh, listening once again. I think uh, I think this is a bit of a record for us, Trevor. How so? Well, we just recorded and posted one the other day. Oh, like a regular schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. I feel special. Yeah, we're on a roll. We got to keep the momentum going. Yes, yes. I think we're just happy that we can actually have some clear skies lately. Yep. Speaking of clear skies, I I took the one second challenge. That's so cool. Did you haven't had a chance to do it yet? I haven't done it yet, but I I will soon. Maybe Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's supposed to be good this weekend uh, for us, anyways. And I'm sure there's people out there where it's good all the time and. Uh, that's nice. It's good all the time. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. There are places like that. There are places like that. C- Costa Rica was clear every night and okay. 30 during the day. So. Wow. I was like, this. I was like, you guys just live like this all the time and you're used to it. I'm like, do you know what it's like where I come from? <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like, no, we don't want to know what it's like where you come from. No. <laughs> and really, they're like, they just laugh. They're like, no, 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 no. But that's, you can't live like that. I'm like, well, we do. Yeah. Um, but the one second challenge. So I wonder, because you did announce this on the Facebook page. So I wonder if anyone else has, has started doing this too. I hope so. I hope so. I haven't so. seen anything come in yet. Not yet. Well, it, maybe it's been cloudy where they are. I, I, I did it the other night. I've been uh, playing with it. Um, so I, I set my, my DSLR up with uh, my telephoto lens at 135 millimeters. And I pointed it towards the Orion Nebula, and um, I should have checked my battery, but I was able to get 340 pictures in. Um, so I'm just okay. actually uh, in the process of stacking them now. And uh, uh, w- once we're all done here, I'll I'll take a look at it. But the what's nice about uh, about it is all the information that I was expecting to get is there. The Orion Nebula is always in the frame. Sure, it's moving just a little bit, which I would expect, and in the direction I would expect it to go. That's called um, natural dithering. Natural dithering, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I guess so. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and it's there, so I'm really excited to see how, how it's going to turn out. And if this turns out good, then I'm going to actually venture out to a dark sky site um, where I can uh, uh, get more uh, data, and I'll probably go buy a bigger memory card. And um, set it up and and let it rip. Um, yeah, very cool. And I was saying to Steve earlier that the whole uh, this whole experiment kind of reminds me of what the old film days when you would you had no idea what you took a picture of until you got it developed. Right. And because these are one second subs, you really don't know what you've got until you've developed it. Yeah. So it, it's pretty pretty exciting. Um, and, and I'll tell you what I used for equipment. I have my stock DSLR and uh, uh, telephoto lens. Um, yeah. and uh, a tripod. 
That's so that a... lens, 135, yep. is it a prime lens or it, zoom lens, you, you've extended it to 135? It's a zoom lens. That I, it's uh, 80 to 200, f2.8. Okay. okay. And uh, which, you know, probably helps with my image capture being oh, so totally. fast, right? F, f2.8 and that's what you shot at? Yep. That's a big <laughs> focal ratio can make or break, so to speak, your one second challenge image. Well, but don't let, but don't let that stop you. No, that you could, if you're shooting at f five point six, that's fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, a two point eight is letting in a lot more light, a lot more light in one second. It's all I have. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. I, I I would imagine a few people are going to use the uh, the fifty millimeter f one point eight, which is an excellent choice. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, very. Yeah. But but again, the whole point of this is take what you've got and and give it a shot and, and see how it works. And I, I think that everyone will be happy with the results and, you know, uh, throw it into deep sky stacker. I think deep sky stacker is probably going to be your best bet to stack it. Cause it's, it's very quick. Um, I, I like to use pix insight, but I think it'll just really bog down my machine. If, if you have, you know, 500 to 700 images. I would imagine. Yeah. Even deep sky stacker. That's a, that's a tall order, especially like it depends on the resolution of your camera. If these are, you know, twenty-five megapixel images, that that could take a while to stack. Yeah. Um. Should should say. Uh, don't forget your flats and darks and biases if you can get them. Um. Uh. Especially your darks. I think There's your darks no, are going to be important. No excuse for not taking darks. Take yeah. take fifteen seconds and take darks. Yeah. Yeah. They're only one second. So. <laughs> so your photo, Steve, has un, is just under six minutes of total exposure time. Yeah. Of three hundred and forty-one images. That's nuts. Yep. That's nuts. So we'll see how it, it turns out. I will uh, post my result on the Facebook page. Um, okay, we're going to hold you to that. No matter what, you said you're going to post it. Yep, no matter what happens, how it comes out, you'll see something. Okay. All right. <laughs> you'll see something. So we have some big big things happening uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, there's this little event in a small town called Suffern, New York. Um, it, you know, To get there, you have to fly into New Jersey, a whole different state, and drive across the border. It's called Neef. Trevor, have you heard of it? I've heard of Neef. You've heard of Neef. Yeah, so Neef, Neef the Northeast Astronomical Forum. It I think is, it's just Astronomy Forum. It's Astronomy Forum? Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. It, people get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's the biggest, form, uh, biggest show of its kind. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, it's like Christmas right now. I'm counting down the days in anticipation. Uh, it is a really big deal. I had no idea the scale of it until last year when I went with Steve and, and saw it for myself, but it's a jam-packed weekend. It is, and you get to see a lot of vendors, and and there's a lot of stuff that is announced and debuted at the show. Uh, if there's a piece of equipment that you've always wanted to check out, uh, but you know your local shop doesn't have it because it it's a big piece of equipment and they don't want to stock it for whatever reason. You know, chances are it's going to be there. You know, Explore Scientific um, past couple of years they've displayed their 165 millimeter FPL 53 uh, ref, uh, refractor. Yeah, it's, it's a, a beast. monster. Um, and uh, it, that that's the place to see it, right? A couple of years ago there was a guy who had, um, oh man, this thing was massive. It. Uh, I don't even know how, how big it was, but there. Do you remember the picture I showed you? It was at like a bino setup. 
these yes. really long, uh, like F twenty refractors paired together. Right. It, it right. was just a really cool thing, and you know, I remember, there was another one too that was out of this world from Tech. It was a two hundred millimeter refractor. It was massive, massive refractor. That's cool. Uh, and this, so that's a place to, to see it. And then you get to meet some really cool people, too, and, and legends of the industry. Al Nagler has always been there. I hope to see him again this year. Uh, uh, Scott Scotland. Roberts, yeah. right? He's definitely going to be there. Uh, all the guys from Celestron. William. Um, William. William from yes, William Optics. I forgot. William's going to be there for sure. Uh, you know, so that's a place to meet uh, these people and ask ask questions directly. So, if you know, if you're in the yeah. area or if you know, you got nothing to do that weekend. Fly in uh, to Newark, rent a car, and drive up. That's uh, probably the best way to get there. That that was the part. That's the coolest part for me is the people there. You run into. It seems like everyone in the industry is kind of gathered in one space for a weekend. Yeah. So whether it's just like you know the publisher for Space dot com or like the magazine guys are all there. Sky and Telescope, uh, and the those you know the legendary um, guys in the industry as well. Like you mentioned, Al Nagler. So getting to mingle and, and talk with those guys is, is a real thrill. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember um, when we got there on the Friday night? Yeah. We're up, we're up to two o'clock in the morning in the lobby of the hotel, hanging That's out right. with Scott Lustmandy. That's right. <laughs> talking about speakers. <laughs> I would talking about speakers with Scott Lustmandy until two in the morning. Yeah. Speakers and music. That was really cool. Um, where else can you do that? No, I know. <laughs> Talk about setting the tone for the weekend too, yeah. and yeah, that was a lot. I, I hope we hit up that same lobby bar on uh, Friday night and do it again. Uh, yeah, just no, no double Jamesons this time. Well, if we if we do, I'll I'll, I'll buy this time. All right, double Jamesons. It is all around. Got to um, kick their weekend off right. Yep. So that that's coming up. If you got a chance to go, go. There's another show in the fall. Uh, the um, imaging conference in San Diego, San, San Jose. Oh, San Jose. Yeah, I'd like to go to that one. I, that that one's on my list for sure. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm thinking about it too. Maybe we can. Maybe we'll meet each other. Maybe. Maybe. Anyways, um, you know, it's that time of year. We're in a transition right now. Um, it's the first full day of spring for us. It's the 21st. So, you know, pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, seasons are changing. Targets are changing. Um, you know, if you have multiple cameras, you might want to consider making some changes. We were talking off, uh, off air about cameras and Trevor, you had, you had some, some suggestions when it comes to cameras and, and, uh, what you can, what you can do. This, oh, time, for of this year? time of year, yeah. yeah. So it's tough for for the guys that shoot wide angle stuff um, with a DSLR camera and a camera lens. It's kind of a tough time of year because everything's really small. It's galaxy season right now. So taking a wide angle shot of say the Virgo cluster, or Markarian's chain, or any basically any of the galaxies with a lens lower than 300 millimeters, these galaxies are going to be so tiny. So not a great choice for a, for a wide angle shot. What you can do with the camera lens, though, is uh, you can focus on um, constellation shots. Like you could get um, asterisms, like the Big Dipper. You do some cool compositions there. Like go out to a park and get the Big Dipper rising up overhead over over some trees. 
cool stuff like that. I, and it's kind of shots that I always forget about because I just want to go straight after the deep sky targets. But all of those large nebulae stuff are that's we have to wait a few months for that for the Milky Way to come up, and then it's then it's a landslide. But for now, uh, I would focus on you know getting nice star fields with good star color, maybe some clusters if you are using a camera DSLR camera and lens. If you if you do want to go after those galaxies, like we talked about in the last episode, that's when you get into some of the more longer focal length telescopes uh, and pretty demanding track tracking accuracy. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned about uh, the Big Dipper. I remember a few years ago, I, I did just that. I, I set my camera up at uh, I like fifty millimeters, or maybe it was at wide open at eighteen. Uh, the, yeah. the lens that I had. Um, it was an older camera, and I pointed it to the Big Dipper. I framed it all in there, and I just started taking pictures of it. And, you know, I was in a fairly dark location. It's amazing all the additional things that you get to see because the camera sensor is just that much more sensitive than what we see, right? Right. Um, and it, it, it it's a bit of an eye-opener, and it really pops. So it that's, that's a good good thing to do. Every once in a while, just to point, like you said, and uh, take those constellation shots. Um, yeah, it's it's easy to forget about taking a shot like that. But uh, I was working on my website the other day, and I was talking about the Big Dipper, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if I have a good photo of the Big Dipper to use." I'm like, "I really don't. How do I not have a good photo of the Big Dipper? It's right there." So it's fun to kind of build an archive of of all these different types of astronomy images. Yes. Yes. Speaking of, of archives and, and uh, projects, you know, um, you know, maybe that's something you want to consider doing, set up a project for yourself for the year. Uh, I remember, Trevor, you had a project or a goal a couple of years ago where it was you were going to take a video of every clear night mm. of 2017. And I think you did. Uh, I, I, try, I missed a few in there, but yeah, pretty close. Okay, well, I, I was telling everybody you did, but... Right. All right. Oh. Don't lie to them. I'm not. I'm just telling you the whole thing that I know. I always thought you did. <laughs> that's a different type of goal. But yeah, yeah, all, yeah that's but, the kind of stuff. And now's the time to but, do it because summer's going to get real busy. Exactly. And it, I, I just thought it was a good good goal to set for the year and um, uh, imaging-wise. So, you know, set, like you said, now's a good time of year. Select your uh, project. Um, like I have a few things that I really want to work on. So one thing I'm going to be working on is the wide field imaging that I was doing last year where I set my DSLR towards the target with a tracking mount. You have to have a tracking mount for this. And I'm going to start doing the two to three minute exposures again of an area of space. One thing I did last year that really turned out good and I want to continue with it was um, Cassiopeia. And right. I was able to get the entire W formation. That's an interesting constellation. constellation, a lot yeah. of cool stuff and in there. There was a lot of cool stuff. So I was picking up the Pac-Man Nebula. I was getting. I oh, I remember that shot. Fly. Yes, that I, was awesome. But I, you know, the thing is, I didn't do a lot with it. I only did, um, I think, two minute exposures, and I did about twenty five of them. I was just kind of messing around to see how it would work out. So I bet you, if if I did it over a couple of nights, all night, totally. I'd be, I, you know, the amount of data that I'll, I'll get in and the quality of the image will go right up. A friend of mine uh, did like a mosaic of that entire region and he got everything, all the, all the colors, reds, the blues, everything. 
and he he was using a non-modified camera, just a, a regular stock uh, yes. camera. So it, it you know it's there. It's just the patience that you need to get it in, and that's what I <laughs> that's my problem. I want to take the picture and I want to see it now. Um, I think we can all relate to that. Yeah, so that's why I usually don't go more than than twenty shots. But this year I'm going to set up, have a couple of setups going, uh, have that DSLR doing its thing, and then I'll have my uh, other setup going and uh, go after those deep space objects where I can really zoom in. I've I think got, that's a great plan, man. Some plans. I I have a I couldn't agree more. That's that's one of my goals for this year too. Is is more wide field projects that I actually invest time in, not not an afterthought of, you know, oh, I shot this wide while I was doing something else. But I realized that some of my absolute favorite astrophotography images are really wide shots. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be used with the, the camera lens and, and, a, and a small tracker. And you, you really need dark skies for that. So that'll be, you know, when we're camping or when I go to Cherry Springs. And it's an excuse to travel and get out there more. So... Uh, it's not the backyard, but sometimes that that's even more fun. Yep. Uh, now with the red cat, grab and go, grab and go. So I'm looking forward to that. I got mine. I'm all Are excited. You used it yet? No, it's still in the box. Still in the box. <laughs> I know. I haven't even looked at it. Um, I've been so so busy with everything. You know, somebody has to do the audio engineering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just you know once it's done, I just wipe my hands clean and. Yep. Steve sends it off to me, and he, ready to post. Yep, and we go from there, and then everybody gets to listen to it. So No, I add the intro music. You do. Thank you very much. And the outro. And the outro. Yep, and, and the special so. effects. Yeah. I What special effects can I use this time? I, I don't know if we've said anything that requires special effects. I'll leave that to you to decide. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, tell us what your projects are for the year. Give it some thought, send us a message, um, share with everybody. You know, somebody might say, Hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to try that too. And, and we can have some comparison images and some, some stuff for people to, uh, be inspired by. Yeah. So I've got my ideas. Like, so I'm going to do that, that wide field stuff again. Um, you know, one of the things that I've thought of that I I might try out is do a uh, mosaic of, uh, um, I know this has been done a lot, but of Cygnus region, I started to do that last year, and there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. It's just amazing what you oh, yeah. can get. Uh, so I'm going to spend my summer probably doing a lot of Cygnus and and just getting that all that Milky Way. Uh, I think that'll turn out really really nice. Once yeah. I fig- once I figure out what I'm doing. Yeah, and th- I mean, there's a there's a set of, there's some challenges to, when you're shooting projects over multiple nights like that. I I like to stack all of the data in Deep Sky Stacker on a per night basis, and then uh, I co- will combine those images in Photoshop. So it'll be two hours here, three hours there, um, unless I've really aligned things up um, nicely, and then I can stack everything in as one project in Deep Sky Stacker. But you really got to make sure that you're using the exact same focal length. Uh, and that you framed it very close for that to work. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then mosaics it, is a whole other ball of wax. Yeah, and, and if you're going to be using a um, a go-to mount, you know, you, you can um, plate solve a lot of that too, right? If you needed to, it gets a little yes. tricky. And you can save the position for next time, so yeah. it's exact. I, I think that's a good topic for another episode. I think so too. 
So, hey, um, do, do you know why you never trust an atom? <laughs> why? Because they make up everything. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Not funny enough to actually laugh. You're laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, you're laughing. Atoms make up everything. You never want, you can't trust them. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, boy. Oh, that's good. That's I, good. Clear skies, everybody. Clear skies.